0: And you are FM. It's that time of the week where we talk travel. Jane Klein with you, and Sally Lucas joining us. And for our sponsor travel on King, we've got some great. Things coming up today, Sally? We have. um, Jane, welcome home, by the way. I think I might have to have you on as a guest and talk about (laughs) your trip shortly because I'm sure you've got many stories to tell, and um, we'll do that another time. But today, I just want to mention, firstly, there's been another scam, yet another scam, um, with people putting up a fake Jetstar page and tricking Facebook users thinking they're entering a competition to win a trip to Sydney. Now, really, you've got to be sensible. No one's going to do that. And what I can suggest to people is if you see anything that's offering you something like that, don't accept it for real, you can go on a website, that Snopes website, which actually will let you know if it's a definite scam or if it's for real. So always check it before you do that because you can get awfully caught. Um, It has been gotten rid of now apparently, it's taken a while before Facebook takes these things down. So just be very, very careful if you see any of those things happening, whether it's on Facebook or somewhere else, but you know, just assume that it's quite often a scam. Mm, and be careful. Now, Azamara Club Cruises has announced a big move that it's going to operate in Australia in 2016. Now, Azamara is a boutique cruise company which has all inclusions, which is fantastic, so you're not dipping your hand in your pocket all the time, which is fantastic. So five local itineraries will be going on offer from 10 to 17 nights, with the program kicking off with a departure from Bali to Cairns in December 2015. Now, there's also going to be a 10-night cruise Cairns-Sydney in January at the end of that one, two trans-Tasman voyages and a Great Barrier Reef and Bali cruise in February. It'll make 25 port visits in Australia and New Zealand during its deployment down here. So this is quite a coup to have this uh, boutique cruise company coming down here. They take about oh, just under 700 guests, um, but as again, I've had people travel with them and come back raving the actual quality of the inclusions on board, standard of service and food. Second to none. Certainly worth considering. It certainly is. So that's great news as well. And also, Holland America Line are moving two of its vessels down here as well. The Rhine Dam and the Staten Dam are going to be joining the P&O cruise fleet. Uh, All the details are still being finalised, but uh, around November 2015, they'll conclude their Alaskan season and join the P&O Australian fleet. So we are just getting inundated. More and more options. I know, which is fantastic because it covers all genres and it covers all styles of cruise or budgets, you know, so it's really giving you, well, the world is your oyster as far as cruising is concerned. And talking even cruising within Australia, APT is boosting the Kimberley Cruise Program in 2015 as well, and it's deploying um, a 110-passenger small ship called the MS Caledonian Sky to the region next year in place of the Coal Princess because it does carry more passengers, but it's also got the Oceanic Discoverer as well. So here we go. We're going to be able to cruise our wonderful coastline. It's always hard to get on. You've often got to book a year ahead because there's so few vessels that really do that run. So it's good to see that we're doing some more cruising at our end as well. And it's such a lovely part of the world, oh, the Kimberley look, Coast. I just, it still blows me away every time I think about that cruise that I did, you know, on Orion. It was just wonderful. And the scenery is just absolutely spectacular. And you've got to remember, you, you're nudging into places you can't get to by any, any other means. That's that's the difference. So people say, oh, yeah, I've been to the Kimberley. Yes, you have. You've seen a lot of the Kimberley, but you haven't seen the Kimberley Coast. And the colours are just fantastic. Aren't they? And the synclines and everything, how the, in Guadalajara it was all squeezed together. Together with the heat, and then it came apart. So these incredible shapes and colours are just b- b- blow your mind, actually. And the waterfalls are spectacular as well. Um, talking cruising, we'll go one more. it's just been happening everywhere with cruising at the moment? There's a new cruise line called Portuscale. Isn't that interesting? And as it indicates, it's based in Portugal. So we're going to have cruise companies. Now, this was a vessel that used to be out here at one stage, the Funchal. It was based out of uh, Fremantle, <clears throat> and it's had um, a $22 million U.S. renovation done on it last year, and they've brought her back to her former glory, and she only takes uh, under 500 people so you've got old world charm they're keeping the old world charm with open decks and intimate atmosphere etc but she'll be cruising um morocco canary islands the azores portugal italy malta france and and norway to name just a few of the destinations so just keep that in mind and also wait for this it's coming down back into australia to do four six and eight day cruises and from newcastle even Mm. and, and geelong Oh, how about that? Yes, they love us, don't they? And we love them. (laughs) And then it's getting north on a 57-day voyage back to Europe at the end to celebrate the Gallipoli centenary anniversary. So lots of things happening in the cruise market, Jane, isn't there? I mean, it's just fantastic. Quickly, a little aside here about our wonderful Barrier Reef. I had an article came across my desk yesterday. And it's been under threat a bit, hasn't it? It has, with all this wanting to build coal ports, etc. And of course, it's been, GetUp's been really against it. A lot of other organisations, of course, have been as well. So in the battle to protect the Great Barrier Reef, of course, Deutsche Bank, one of the world's biggest investment banks, has declined to fund the huge Abbott Point coal port expansion on the Great Barrier Reef coastline and does not want to be associated with the project. Um, So this was going to allow 3 million cubic metres of dredge, spoil and sludge to be dumped in the Gap Barry Reef Marine Park if this had gone ahead. And apparently it's caused shock and revulsion around the world that this was even being considered. Um, So the tourism operators, of course, have been fighting this, (coughs) as I said, as have other people as well. And they're just saying this is really a, a big decision because they feel it will put other investors off now. And so we might actually be able to really save our Barrier Reef. We're talking travel on 2NURFM. 2NURFM's Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. And Sally Lucas, Tango Shoes. Tango shoes, please put them on. You can do a little bit of dance in the lounge room while you're listening and hopefully get you inspired. So we're heading to BA, as it's known, or Buenos Aires, which is the Paris of South America. A beautiful, beautiful city and one which you must give enough adequate time. Please don't shortchange Buenos Aires. It has a lot of areas like Paris that you can visit um, and you really need to go into all these little pockets to enjoy and see what Buenos Aires has to offer. So they're all quite different. They are quite different, Jane. Jane, And um, also the people from the actual major inner city, if you like, are called Porteños because they're from the port. Um, So they call themselves Porteños. It's important. You've got to know where you're from. You've got an area, and it's very important. Um, San Telmo is another area which was a beautiful old area and wonderful on Sundays, the flea markets, the little antique stores. You have people doing, you know, tango in the street. You can just watch, sit down there with your cafe con leche and your churros or whatever you're having, or a glass of wine if it's late enough in the morning for you, um, depending on what you're up for. But also in this area, they've unearthed this wonderful new um, – It's a museum, but. It's it's called, as a restoration of a place called El Zanon de Granados. And it's an architectural site which they've discovered had this labyrinth of tunnels underneath. And it's got all these wonderful frescoes and everything there. So that's for the history buffs. That's something you can do there. Um, Recoleta is another lovely area which has a beautiful church and the famous cemetery where Eva Perón is buried. And it's just incredible. It's a huge cemetery. And they build these almost monoliths uh, for any of the generals or famous people, you know, the money that went into them. And apparently at one stage, apparently for Eva Peron, someone offered US $250,000 so if they could have her, you know, what do you call it i can 't think of the right word, Jane when you have it a, a whatever a thing for a funeral is you know you what 's it called mausoleum statue uh, Yeah, statue or whatever it 's called, but whatever. you know what I mean anyway the the actual memory of the person there and it 's always got all these cats wandering around the neighborhood and all this sort of thing it 's quite a, an interesting place to visit, um, and also at night it 's beautiful, lovely little cafes there, and they light the church up and it 's very pretty, very lovely, and the other place of course, is the main area of, of Buenos Aires which has got your main shopping street Corrientes Avenue and the huge street is called Julio and it's 18 lanes, I think, from memory of traffic. Wow. It's, it's the widest avenue in the world, Avenida, and it's got a big obelisk in the middle of it. Um, shopping is fantastic. Uh, prices are half what they would be here for leather uh, for the ladies. Um, bags, shoes, have a leather coat made like I did in less than 48 hours, and it's stunning, beautiful coat. Um, they had one made for our son, and, yeah, it looked lovely, even for the men, lovely, sh- lovely leather shoes and beautiful belts and really nice accoutrements that you can get there, and the shopping is, is great. Food is fantastic. Fantastic. They have lots of beautiful, you know, great big restaurants with the huge whole beef in the window, which is, you know, carved and served up. They're very big meat eaters. Um, It's one of their important exports, of course, is their beef and their wine. And the red wine is wonderful as well. It mainly comes from the Mendoza internal region of Argentina, which is absolutely beautiful. Of course, the tango, we have talked about the tango. Now, you can go to a tango show and you'll pay about 90 US dollars, including drinks. And I was reading an article recently by a female journalist. Maybe she was a little bit one-eyed being female. But they say the tango is five basic steps, as well as an artistic representation of Argentina's heritage, a dance dreamt up by sailors, African slaves and migrants because they didn't speak the same language. So, yet that all makes sense. However, when she went to the tango, she reckoned it was more like a perv fest, past office culture but anyhow if you really want to see it done by locals go to a milonga is what it's called m-i-l-o-n-g-a you can google it and find out where these milongas are but there's a really good one called confiteria ideal and um, you can go there and early than when they start the actual sessions and have a lesson yourself or you can just turn up and watch and you have the men on one side of the room all sitting on chairs in the hall and the ladies on the other and they bow and ask permission to dance and it's really quite wonderful to watch. And a real tradition there, isn't it? Yes, and you don't forget the Casa Rosada or the Pink Palace where Eva Perón gave her famous speech. You can go and see that. You can also go to the um, oldest cafe in Buenos Aires. It's still operating, which is called Totoni, and very beautiful stained glass, wooden panelling high vaulted ceiling um, not far from the Casa Rosada actually you can do that at the same time and men dressed in the old fashioned way with the beautiful big aprons and the black bow tie, the white shirt, the black pants it's all male staff and you can have you know a cheese plate or you can have just a coffee or a churros or whatever so that's something you really need to embrace as well. Famous theatre the uh, Teatro Colón or the Colón Theatre which is magnificent considered acoustically one of the best in the world Um, they also have a wonderful museum within that and a collection of instruments including a Stradivarius violin. Beautiful theatre. Do a tour of it, it's fantastic if you get the opportunity. Also it's got the largest bookstore in the Southern Hemisphere and it's called El Atanello and it's in Santa Fe Avenue in Barrio Norte and what this is is a beautiful old theatre and they've done it all so you can still sit in in like the little boxes and read and it's it's all done this beautiful ornate theatre fully restored but now it's just you know layer after layer layer of books most beautiful books um so if you get an opportunity to go there do that as well so really it does have a lot to offer as I've said it's got many districts to visit I've only mentioned a couple of them today but do give it time don't stay there less than four or five nights really to do it justice and just soak it all up I mean Wonderful atmosphere, wonderful heritage and culture and fabulous food and wine. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And you can catch our program on podcast through our 2NURFM website. We'll be back next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM.